You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kipolevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Um, so we can begin at the beginning, which goes like this. Rabbi Abba, Rabbi Chia, Hava Azli, They were walking down the road. Amar Rabbi Chia, Ksiv, Ustafartem, Lochemi, Mochoras, Hashabas, Miyam, Haviachim, Semer, Hatrufa. Mairi, what is this talking about? Omar Lay, so he said to him, the, um, the friends have already established what this means. Now, I don't, there's a, a lot of ambiguity over here. I mean, he quotes the whole, he quotes the whole postdoc, and then he asks, what are we talking about? I mean, as if, you know, we all know what it's talking about. So, but Let's just move along. Yeah, I, um, would say, I would say that's, you know, we, we find many times, even in the Talmud, that the Zeller is a, is, a, is a distinct cousin of. We find many times the Gemara will say, you know, um, a, a my time or something like that, which is when, when the proof is already there. But yeah, what, it's, what is it all about, Alfie? In other words, yeah, Michael I guess Myrick, that's like... In other words, Michael Myrick, you know, we're and, and, and recounting from the time that we brought uh, the barley carbon that we waved. Um, what, what's really going on? Michael Myrick, what's really happening? So the Hebraias, and Baruch Hashem, these Hebraias have been around for a while, since the time of, always, there's always been that mystical group that, that was in tune and in touch. So what did they say? Well, you know, it, it, it's, it's interesting because generally when, when a, a new topic comes up, this is the general introduction. First of all, you know, okay, there's an, there's an established shot in what this means. Aval, but let's add, let's do something, let's do something original. Let's do something um, other than the established shot. Okay, so that's a very, that's a very common refrain. Uh, another thing that I think bears pointing out is that it's very few times I can't think of any, frankly, where the action takes place in a base medrash. You know, in in, in the Zayar, action takes place almost entirely in like more naturalistic settings: people walking down the road, people sitting under a tree, people going into a cave. You know, it's a, I. You don't usually see that much, like you know, raid in the base medrash in the in, in the Zayar. So, um, so. And that's a general, you know, that's just a general fact. So Rabbi Abba Rabbi Chia are discussing, are discussing um, the meaning of Shavuos. Avol, but Tochazi, come and see. Yisrael kadhavav mitzrayim, havav irushus ha'achora. B'nai Yisrael and Mitzrayim were in the dominion of some of the other side. V'havu achidu b'mesavusa, and they were connected to impurity. Like a woman, in when she's sitting in the days of her impurity. After they did Brismila, they came into the portion of holiness, the Ikri Bris, which is called which is called Bris, called Covenant. And once they were connected to that, their impurity was stopped. Like this woman who's who's um, bleeding has uh, yeah who's who's, who's bleeding, who's bleeding has basically ceased. And as we know, just right. for those who aren't that familiar, we know that now is the time for a nida 
uh, neither would go to the mikvah right away, but a zava is what we are actually being compared to. The zava right. needs to have shivanikian. So, right. and therefore... And that's exactly where we're going. After her bleeding has stopped, what does it say? She counts for herself seven days. So to hear... Since we came into the portion of holiness, the, the impurity um, was... Right, the intense impurity of, of the bleeding, which is sort of like right, being involved in Mitzrayim has, has, has ceased, yes. Right. From here on in, it's the cheshben of purification. This, by the way, I'm sure has its parallels in what we call the Nigla Midrashim as well. Uh, I don't have my Ruvain Margolius edition here with the uh, Nitzutze Zohar, but I'm sure that there are um, parallels mm. that we, we do find, uh, you know, again, if we look at Medrashim, we probably, up until now, it's probably... You know, a little subtly different, but probably pretty pretty similar. I really, I really should have, I really should have checked it out. I'm, I don't have that many recollections of of this idea being being in Midrash. Okay, but once again, my recollections are lack thereof doesn't mean anything. Yeah, right. it, it, it seems. Like, to I'll me, take it. I know the Ron mentioned something similar to this in, and, and the Ron, of course, was uh, open, but I think the Ron quotes it from. Uh, a, a midrashic source: the idea of the counting being a main, uh, the counting of anida. Uh, again, but again, we can check the the sources on it. But I, I think here we're not necessarily in. Uh, it's an important thing, but but I think it does cross over into the nigla world as well, because it does it is suggested. Um, you know, the counting of seven weeks, uh, the idea of counting in general, where you know, connecting it to. To, and I guess the real point, though, which is really what we're going at, is the counting leads up to consummation with with God, which is really you know, the, the great the great idea of Shuas. So, why don't right again? I'm, I'm not right. spoiling. I'm not spoiling anything. Here. No, I don't. I think I think that's pretty self evident. Yes. Spoiler yeah. alert has been duly noted, but it's yes. entirely unnecessary. Right. Yes. So let's move on. Yep. Okay, so So from here on in, the cheshben is one of purification. And you will count for yourselves. Specifically, you know, dafka, count it for yourselves. As it says, she will count for herself seven days. Her for herself. Okay, which is, which is actually... Correct me if I'm wrong, you know, but it's a it's a point of halacha. Also, the woman is in charge of her own of her own counting. It's her basically. It's her it's her prerogative. It's her word. You know, it's her chazaka that she constructs for herself. That's the Gemara and Chulin says. That's how you know that she did eight echonem and bisurim and things like that, right. based on the fact that uh, you know every household uh, that would have nida or ziva in it, um, it would proceed based on the woman's private and knowing only to her accounting and yes right but okay. here the zohar i think is 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 transcending that in terms of talking about how deep it is and how essential it is to the person right 
right? The counting really helps us as, I guess, beings that are created beings that are hoping to have a connection to a, a creator. This is for us. And here comes, a, I think, a, a very, again, I'm sorry for stealing your, your Mayan. Oh, please. But, but this, I think, I think the next phrase, if anyone is following us, and it, we're in Parshas Emor, and I think the standard pigeonation is um, Daftzadi. Uh, I don't have Sadi Zayin Omad Bey is at the Sadi, beginning. Sadi Zayin, for those who are like in bated breath waiting for, uh, for, yes. the, for us to learn this. But I think here comes a, a typical, I think, Kabbalistic term that we see a lot in the later literature. Begin with Dako, Bamayan Ilain Kadishin. Right? This is, this is, right? This is the right. waters. Now, is this the waters of above, the holy waters above, or right? These are the or that would be that would be a fair translation. Right. Usually, usually they use some more fancy English, like supernal, you know, the in the in the holy supernal waters or something or something like that. Um, right. Now, now we know this is this is this connected. And I'm just throwing this in. Is this connected to what we call about man? You know, this is the idea of Mayim Nukvim. Now, the Zohar has a, uh, a very, um, I, I don't know if it's graphic, but it's somewhat graphic in a way, right? I would say the idea that we, Knesset Yisrael, the creations of God, um, desire God. And part of the way we indicate how much we desire him and how much it shows that we really mean something to us is that we are malim mayanukvin, just as a as, as a woman readies herself for the sexual act with with sort of like as they say, you know, wetness, getting wet, right? That is basically what we're talking about. The Mayam Nukvim is Mayam Nukvim is 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 the indicator that wow the creation isn't just accepting uh, commandments, they really feel it. They've they've been maliman. Is that uh, right. do you think do you think man is is Lizdaka Bamayan Ilan Kadishan is 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 the man that we are producing out of ourselves or the man that's that's coming from God? Do you think that term is connected to man or not? That's a good question. I'm not I'm really not sure. Okay. Um and I'll I'll tell you why. I mean, first of all, on the general subject of, of Mayan Nukvin, you know, there's there's only one condition. If you ever visit a yeshiva of Mekubalim and you want to, if you want to join and learn, right? So you'd imagine that there's some sort of, you know, conditions of, uh, you know, take a test and see if you know at least, you know, forty percent of shas bal peh or something like that. But now there's no, there's no such test like that. You can be quite unlearned in in terms of your regular yeshiva curriculum. And I think most places, most most rebbe's will take you. There is one condition, however, which is absolutely essential. That's you have to be married. Right. Well, and I think you, I, I think you, I think you can understand why, you know, because first of all, there's stuff that you're yeah. not going to understand ever unless you're married, and 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 number two, the, you know, you don't want to start talking this way to unmarried barium. I mean, well, just who knows how, who, who knows, you know, what's what their experience has taught them. But I would say the following. I mean, we we do know from I think it's from the Ari. That the 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 Asura Ruge Malchus were Maleman to the point right. of uh, almost Ad Bias right? And Rabbi Akiva was Maleman. In other words, you know, we're talking here about you know a very you know you know a, a very fantastic erotic image, 
But really, in, in, in Kabbalistic terms, it's such a, a crucial one. Being the, 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 you know, we talk about the horrible deaths of the uh, of those martyrs. Kabbalistically, it's considered such an incredible act of of giving over to God and, and recognizing God and loving of God that it stands right. beyond time. And God is sort of like still reliving that that experience of that man that 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 the same way uh, a husband can despite the mists of time, can remember, you know, the, the, the wondrous feeling that the Mayim Nukvim in his physical life brought out, we can relate that to how God can, can right. relish that. So it is... Mayim Nukvim and Mayim Dukhun is a, is a big sugya, so it's, not, it's, not as, it's as good an opportunity as any to give what I would consider a very brief thumbnail sketch. The first thing to understand... Um, is it, it, it's rooted in the Gemara mostly, and I, I believe in Maseches Chagiga, where, where it talks about, or maybe even Maseches Tainis, I know, where it talks about, Ein, you know, Ein tipa yerid tipayim right? that, that um, the way that the way that the weather works on planet Earth is that water has to go up into the sky before water comes down from the sky. And when you translate that into into Indian of Shefa Liki and 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 spheres and things like that, so it means that there has to be some input that rises up from our reality to Shemayim in order for there to be something that's going to come down from Shemayim to us. And so the first question is: so so how is it that there's like stuff down here that needs to be raised up? How did the, how did the stuff that needs to be raised up get here to begin with? And the answer to that, particularly in the way the, uh, the Ariya Kaddish understood, is that it has to do with the Shvira. It has to do with the, the Shvira Sekelem, which, which is something that precedes the Bria. And you need to have some kind of Ha'atman that goes up from the Shvira that, you know, that therefore calls forth a response of, of, uh, of Mayan Dukhrin. So the first thing you would basically would understand is that Mayan Nukvin is more, um, well, it, cor- it would correspond to wine. It would correspond to blood. It's the result, you know, it is in the end, the result of something that's been, that's been shattered. And if you lift Mayan Nukvin up to the point where they become completely, completely rectified and as if they've never been broken, I was just, let's just say that the Mayan Nukvin that goes up, it gets mishaber to, uh, to the clullius that was never broken ever, then it turns into gold, right? And... You know, and, and gold, of course, is very precious. And and also, anybody if you're familiar with chemistry, of course, gold is is incorruptible. It doesn't it doesn't mix with any other metals. It doesn't tarnish it. And and basically, uh, you can't you can't destroy it. So these are so you can get Mayan nukvin that have gotten to the point where they are absolutely gvurais kedoshais tahirais. You know, and and um and the Kumaran Rebbe usually has a lot to say has a lot to say about that. Um, but it's still it's still bechinas esh, in the end, right? The mayim, so I mean it's called it's called mayim nukvin because of you know because of its association in terms of in terms of being water that comes from below, okay? But its nature is from the okay. shvira, and at its highest possible point, it becomes pure 
blindingly holy gvuris that nothing, you know, that nothing can touch. And Lo'asid Lavoy, when the Hanhog is going to be Ikar through the Midas Gvura, so then these this these um these completely rectified Mayanukvin are going to are going to play a very important part. They also play a very important part in Shabbos. You know, Shabbos, which is which refers to Lo'asid Lavoy, which goes back to a place where nothing has ever been broken to begin with. So the so so the the um the my nukun of Shabbos have that have that uh, have that sense. They you know Malchus gets gets that right, and, and it's, it's used basically to as a, as a magnet, so to speak, for everything else. Right. Articulated beautifully by uh, by the Alter Rebbe in his Hakdama, um, I think, to uh, in the Siddur of Dach, where he talks about the three levels of Shabbos when he talks about the reaching the ultimate oneg that occurs. He talks about how, you know, there's the halo of, of a Friday night that reaches into the Tainig Elio uh, of Shabbos day and then uh, then goes further into the uh, Shalashidis period where you have the Arida, uh, you know, this Rava de Ravin moment. But I think the Alter right. has a, a it, it's one of the most startling and and clear passages and i think it, 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 it's, it's 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 again i'm sure you're familiar with it if not i suggest uh get the sitter and dach and see it I, I guess the only thing what i'm trying to get at most and you know this comes out of you know whenever we learn and think about things is that i i know that you know we're going to be talking here about you know the mayan and I'm just wondering, you know, yes, yeah, you're going to, you're going to get into that holy water, which uh, that mighty one tradition. And I'm just wondering right. if, if, if part of that is connected to the the idea of of, of, of Mayim Nukvin and, and, and my my. So my my guess my guess would be that these mighty loin tradition actually refer more to something that originates within Chachma and is is transmitted to Bina. Well, there is a there is a channel that exists between Chachma and Bina. It's called it's called the Shara Nun, um, also referred to as Keser ha, Keser Hashaorim, right? And that's a that is a, a particular location where you where is, according to the Zohar Kodesh, you can't tell if it's Abba below and Ima above or Abba above and Ima below. So that you know to, to such to such an extent is there is there a Yichud there? Because, because and, the, Zohar, the Zohar says the piece that we've been studying or reading um, is in other words, we purify through this elevated, higher holy water, this waters, and then after we've gotten the dikui, the tahara, then then we get brought we get brought to have the Hebrew with the king Himself, which is Kabbalah's Hatorah. So there seems to be right. this, this, this. So the, the I I I think I think anyway. Just you know, since um, you asked, <laughs> that the, the Mayan Eloin condition over here um, probably referred to some sort of chef of uh, of of Chachma to to Bina, and that fills that fills the mikvah. 
And the, but the Pashtuth of the Sugya, you know, as it's, as it's understood, is that, you know, that's, that's, what a, that's what a mikveh is. Mikveh is the, the vessel that receives the mikveh, actually not, not a vessel, it's the space that receives the mikveh is, is, is in Bina, but the, what fills the mikveh, the water of the mikveh is, is, uh, is from Chachma. So that means that the Mayan Eloin Kaddishin are on the side of Chachma and they're on the side of, of um, Chasodim. As opposed as a, as opposed to gvures, and and here's and and here's the thing you know if you, you can you can have that the the blazing golden gvures okay which have their function in the sense that they um they're part of what lifts up something to its to its best possible location. Because if you want to if you want to encounter your own ideal that gives you that gives you the drive to to ascend upwards. Okay, to you know, to become Mayanukin. So that would be that would be the kind of gurus that you that you would be talking about. But there's things that need to be resolved. You know, you can't you can't just become your ideal. Okay, there are things there are things that need to be resolved, and the resolution of whatever is going on, which which is the the state of tuma or the or the or the or the sense of loss that comes from from uh, from being a zava or whatever you want to call it. Okay, that that condition of whole, wholeness and completeness, which resolves whatever the problem is, that comes from the from the may the may hachasodim. Okay, so that's a, that's actually a matter of mayin duchrin more than more than 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 mayin duchrin. Right. So it's the the question is how does you know how does malchus or we since we're the children of malchus all the time. So it could be, it could be, we could talk about Malchus, we could be that we're talking about ourselves collectively, we could be that we're talking our, our, about ourselves individually as people. Right? But on whichever level we're talking about, okay, this, this counting of spheres Eimer is a way of resolving the issues that are left over from the, from the Tuma that we have escaped from. And it's a way of resolving something. It's a way of healing something and bringing something together. And 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 the process has stage one where you count time. And I think we're going to see behemshech that the that the act of counting itself is a is a kind of is a kind of mikvah. Right. And then there's actually the immersion of it after after something has been worked out in 49 days. Then you have the immersion in the real mikvah of the Mayan Eloin Kaddishan. And then Malchus is ready. Then Malchus is ready to immerse in that mikvah and then join up with, with Ze'eranpin um, for, for Kabbalah Satira. And since that happens to Malchus and Ze'eranpin, it also happens, it also happens to us and to the voice of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, uh, that it, that, uh, that is revealing Kaddish Baruch Hu to us. So if you if you if you if you accomplish the tefila plus the yichud of of, of shvuas, then you have then you have kabbalah satira, which is also a yichud between us as recipients of the Torah, or people who desire the Torah and who desire this certain kind of wholeness and fulfillment that it can that it can provide, and and the voice of Hakadosh Baruch Hu that is that is you know speaking on Hashem Alekecha. And on whatever, on whatever, wherever we are in the system, or wherever we are in the oilamus, that we're able to hear this voice and and, and receive it. But that's kabbalah satire for us. So, so the story of what happens to you know to to the uh, to um, I know um, well Zeranpin and Malchus or or or, or Shloimo and Shulamis, if you like, or or um, or 
Am Yisrael or Knesset Yisrael or to or to us individually, these are really overlapping overlapping um, expressions of the same of the same thing. Right. Okay, so let's. Why don't we get, get uh, uh, strap ourselves in from some more uh, Zohar yeah. original terminology? So go ahead. Right. Hosom. Okay. So Hasam over there, Vesafro lo Shivas Yomim. Over there, it says that she counts for herself seven days. Aha, here by Svir Soimer and, and Shavuos says, Aha, Sheva Shabbosis. You count Sheva Shabbosis. Am I Sheva Shabbosis? Why Sheva Shabbosis Tafkam? Begin le Mizke le Isdako in order to be purified by that water, the Hahu Nahar, the Nogid, Venofik, from that um, river that flows and emerges. The Ikri Mayim Chaim, and it's called Mayim Chaim. The Hahu Nahar, and that river, Sheva Shabbosis, Nafkumine, seven Shabbosis come out of it. Valda and this, this, this seems to reference back something we talked about, I think, last week. The Nahar Yotzimei right? There is this. There is some sort of Nahar that is Nogid and Nofik. It has Nogid, of course. It means it stretches, like a Gid. It's able to, like, like a sinew, right? It stretches. It, it, it moves from one place to another, and it really actually moves out. It's Nogid and Nofik, and. Um, well, it, I don't know. Flows, flows and emerges. I think is a is a, is a pretty good translation. Um, right. I mean, again, nugget would be, for example, something could be nugget, but we don't sense it. <laughs> nothing means it's now gone out. Like nothing libra. It's actually book. It's actually it's actually here. It's actually went from yeah. one stage to another. And nugget means it, it it's not status. It actually extends. It actually like. Uh, the the, the oh, you, says you, that's the that's the term of Haggadah Shol Pesach. Haggadah is something that's nugget. It's something that actually doesn't just stay with you. You're able to 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 give it over. It's it, it has it has a quality of of vib- vibrancy and movement. Um, so this this nohar and it's it's Maim Chaim. I mean, right. you know, Maim Chaim is by definition water than water that moves. But what's nothing is actually. Is actually Sheva Shabbosis are Nafuk Minei. It's interesting. In other words, we count the Sheva Shabbosis, but to get there, but the Sheva Shabbosis amazingly actually come from there. Uh, it comes from that spot. We, we seem to be in the world of time and counting them, but these Shabbosis that we are being so counting. Fair, that we are counting are really something from there. We're actually, in a way, processing a reality. And I guess that's part of the reason why um, Shabbosos, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's connected to um, uh, the big picture of Shabbos, right? The the Shvisa, we're counting Shabbosos. We're not just counting Shavuos. We're not just counting weeks. I think that's the Zohar's question. Amai Sheva Shabbosos, right? Is it saying why is it seven weeks, or why that term for weeks? We know that that we know the word Shabbos. Okay, I gotta, I gotta go. Excuse me. Can you hear the you hear the siren? Our learning was interrupted by the siren, indicating that there were. I actually heard it. 
Rabbi Gluck has left because he went to a place of safety because of rockets that had been fired. Um, and I think if anything underscores the reality of life in Israel, we definitely uh, had... Yeah, if you want to have some excitement... That. Yes. Um, if wow. you want to leave some excitement in the uh, in the program, you know, it can leave the siren in and my quick disappearance. <laughs> what, I, I, heard, I heard explosions, though. Yes, there are explosions. Those that would actu- probably be... Those were actually rockets from Gaza that were landing somewhere near you? No, generally, uh, you don't really hear them when they, when they hit the ground. Not, not those, unless you're like really, really close. The booms are actually uh, Kipat Barzel that's shooting down the incoming rockets. That's the Iron Dome that I, that I heard. That's the Iron Dome, yeah. Here we are, you know, studying this ancient text, and, and as we are doing it, they are um, the, the, the world erupts and and, and terror rears its head. I know we've been we've been through this, you know. I mean, we've we've all we've all done this numerous times, and uh, um, I still I still remember, you know, uh, um, the Gulf War with. Uh, with uh, George Bush, the father, and, and Saddam Hussein shooting, shooting uh, bigger missiles, and we had to run around with gas masks, you know, yes, that uh, yes, turned, yes. turned out moved. turned out not to be not to be necessary. But I, I was, and I had my like one of my first jobs. We were just fresh off the, you know, fresh off the plane to Eretz Yisrael, and we arrived in time for. Well, actually, that's not exactly true. We had we had like you know two or, two or three good years here before things began to go began to go south with the first intifada, and um, so I missed I missed my chance uh, you know to drive down to downtown uh, Aza and have a cup of coffee on the beach. You know, well, could have done it. Something you know, but again, I, once once upon a time. Blame me for being a uh, an optimist. But I do believe that the more people are involved in what we were doing, I think the less chances, the less chances of this occurring. I, I, I think this is this is the book I that Rav Shimon said, Bon Megelusa. So um, yeah, I think that this is the safer. So if you want to continue, I understand. If you don't want to continue, you no, no, continue, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm good. Okay. Believe me, I have been through. A lot. I mean, you know, this like Baruch Hashem, it, the um, Eden, which is the you know Nohar Yitzimi Eden. So there's a place called Eden, and Eden is usually associated with Chachma, and the Nohar Yitzimi Eden is itself is itself a Bino, right? And um, when the when the river flows out of Eden, it um, goes down to water the garden. Lahashke says Hagan. So the Gan is reference to Zeranpin and Nukva. So this outpouring, this outpouring of, uh, of of water is depending on the, you know depending on what context you find it in. Okay, it could be it could be Moichin, 
that flow into Zeranpin and Nukva in order to in order to bring them to Yichud. It could be, uh, as you might say, Shefa Kiyumis. It could be the kind of um, flow that gives them that gives them existence. All sorts of all sorts of things. It really depends on on, on what the particular drush is over here. So the Shevah Shabbosos might mean, I mean, what springs to mind, spring, I guess, is the interesting term here. What springs yeah. to mind is the Spheros, right? In other words, the Shevah Shabbosos is Vadai. The reason why we're not calling it Shevah Shavuos, the reason why it's sort of like a place that's a Shabbos, but yet dynamic, is that it's somehow connected to the essence of those Spheros of Atzilus. So what we're talking here about is the Sheva Shabbosos Vadai, which is starting, I guess, from um, Chesed Gvura to Ferris, and that's Achod Yisod. Right. Those are with, Sheva- with, a, with a little proviso over here. Okay. I mean, so far, as, in the general terminology, there are seven spheres between, you know, between Chesed and Malchus. Or, or Zun is, you know, Zun is considered Vak and Malchus, you know, Vav Ketzavus and, and, and Malchus. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's the number seven. So one week or one Shabbos um, might not be all that surprising, but Sheva Shabbos, you know, that's that's already interesting. And and it, it could be that, as you say, he's asking on the he's asking on the use of the concept of Shabbos here. Why call why call this a Shabbos when when in fact um, I know the Torah calls it both Shavuos, you know, Sheva Shavuos Tisperlach. That's one that's one language. And then it says Sheva Shabbos Timimos Tieno. That they're that they're you know sheva shabbos. So we're definitely asking something about you know. So why is you know mine in shmit etzel har sinai mine in shabbos etzel you know etzel sphere soimer? Okay, um, and that's a that's a worthwhile question. I don't know if I can say anything anything meaningful about it. But even but there's also a question about why why seven? Because I mean you need you know a woman who goes to the mikvah she counts seven days. Right, Zun has seven spheres. So if you say there's some correlation between a woman going to the mikveh and Malchus getting ready for, you know, getting ready to be nitar and and be mis- be so then, you know, seven days ought to do it. I mean, if, you know, if it, if it if it works for an individual woman who is who is like playing the part here of 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 Malchus Tatzilus, so, you know, what more do you need? Why do you have to? Why do you have to? You know, multiply everything to to the second power. Okay, yes. and I I would imagine that the the answer here is is that the what flows out and what's what's flowing out here these these sheva shabbosos are still included in bina. Now, this would this would be an extension of bina on its way to influencing influencing um, the influencing Zeranpin and Malchus. And so you could associate this as if we're learning, if we're learning, you know, more, more, uh, more technical Ariza language, we could say that it's a Tavuna, it's a Madrega of Tavuna. And there's, and maybe there's lots of Tavunas, and there are lots of Tavunas. I mean, the Ariza usually counts four, four Tavunas or four Madregas of Tavuna, right, which all serve somehow to be Metzamtim, the Moyechim, so they can, so they can fit into, fit into Zeranpin. So maybe there's, you know, maybe there's some concept here of of, uh, of an extension of bina that has within itself all of these, all of these. Sure. Um, well, well, we know bina as, as, as seven shavuos, right? Bina is sort of a mother type image, and right. bina is being molded. 
Um, Bina, is, Bina takes the idea of Chochma, again, using Chabad type of terminology, taking the idea of Chochma and, and being mispashedit and being misrachib. So it exists. These are, we all know, Nelson, that, 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 that reality alters based on where you're going, right? And what was, what was in potential in one place and is just an idea in one place is the reality in another place. So uh, what I'm saying is it's vadai. These are Sheva Shabbosos, true and actual. Um, even though, as you say, for, for the Jewish people who are going through, we who go through this every year, it's an, it seems to be somewhat of a potential uh, understanding or potential experience. But really, it's, it, it is real. Uh, we're not, like you say, we're not ready to download it and, to, and for it to envelop us. But it's really the Sheva Shabbosos. Those are the real Sheva that's, Shabbosos. That is, that is very, that's very well said because, because I think that's you know, precisely the issue here. When a woman goes to the mikveh and she operates out of the usual, the standard model of, of, uh, of, seven, of, of Shiva Nakiyim, right, which corresponds obviously to, to some tikkun within her own, within her own Sheva spheres, right? So that makes use of whatever... Tahara is given by Ima, you know, but it relates to it relates to a specific person, Kaviochol, a specific Malchus, a specific uh, a specific Zeranpin, as they are manifesting now. But the potential that 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 uh, that Ima contains is much greater than the specificity of the you know Zeranpin and Malchus, which is being which is being Nistake now. So which is why. Ima is called Yoivel, right? Because it's not it's not seven years of one Shemitah. It's it's fifty years of a total system of of, of seven Shemitahs, of which you know when you're when you're in one Shemitah, okay, you, that's all you have at least from our point of view. But in, but in fact, the potentiality for all fifty all fifty Shemitahs are there, I and guess. when that right, and when that potentiality becomes revealed, when you when you you know when you Get to the real Mayan Eloyan condition in their in their full you know in, in their in their full um, multifa you know multifaceted uh, nature and when you when you can be mishabered to the totality so then you have a tahara which is much more powerful and much more significant and which seems to be the kind of tahara that's essential for matanvira. You could you could make do with regular tahara seven days works works fine with us all the time, but for 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 this event you need sheva shabbosos you need you need the whole thing. And, I would say I would okay, say also you, that uh, you need to be you need to be mishaber to the shirish of what Bina has in terms of her fullness as opposed to the specific manifestation which is useful for for me or you at this particular. And I think time, the or for this gonna, particular lifetime, for that matter. I think what the Zohar is going to build on here, and this is a, a little bit of, of a place where uh, a strict Talmudist would have a problem, because we know the sphere is, sheva, uh, is, is seven, uh, seven days, but the Tevila, which is going to be the next step, is really for a Zava can be done during the day. A zava doesn't have to be tova balayla. That's really a nida has to be tova balayla. So what we're going to have here is sort of like a mix between a zava and a nida, which 
we have all, because of the Takana of Benos Yisrael, the, 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 uh, that Reb Zeira brought famously into Shas right. that everybody knows, we have, we have a counting of seven days, of seven clean days, and a few of Elila. That is really a, a later uh, rabbinic construct. The Torah doesn't have that, of a counting of seven days and being tovel belayla. But the Zohar, I think, if you just bear with me, and I don't want to take the reins here, but I think if you, if, if you go further into the passage that we are doing, that's what it says. He says, begin uh, mizkebe, because this purifies, and based on what we're saying, because you're really, uh, in a way, touching and, and, and being uh, connected to the Midos as they are in Potente and Bina, her, her tahara is at night to have relations with her husband. And, and the night, I think, although it's not true for Rezava because she goes during the day or in the late afternoon, right. but I think in the, in the mushal that the, that the Zohar is building, this is happening at night, a time that that things are, are, are not as clear to us on a, from a, a purely sensory level. If we're talking about somehow absorbing and, and going through the stages that are only in potential in Bina of Atzilus, that's night. In other words, that's Lila. That's, that's something where uh, a time where, you know, you, you're sort of in the unknown or in, in something that's, right? And I think mm-hmm. that's the, the Zohar's. And this, I think, is original. I've never seen this connection to the mun. Oh, right? yeah. Right, right. In other words, we're, we're dealing with the mun, right? And the mun is obviously, we have this idea of, it's a beautiful morning. We wake up and there's the mun there for us. But the Torah actually describes the mun arriving like the pod people, right? It's actually arriving at night, right? Right, right, right. right? Right, uh, right, right. Um, and and I think that's the next part. I don't know if I don't know if it's I don't know if it says that the that the mun comes down at night too on the rip, but there's the the towel certainly comes down at night. That is that is, oh, that is right. exactly right. exactly right. when the mun materializes on top of the towel and underneath the towel. Right, but we know, have this idea okay. of laiva. That's what I think the Zohar right. is dealing with. Right. Like what's going on? The towel is on the machane. Right, the machina. Like, what is this like? Camp monk, like you know, camp Morris, like you know, like of course the Jewish people are there. And as like, this, this is not, you know, uh, the, the Zohar typically like the Talmud and others. We're not into uh, stylistic flourishes, right? The, as the Tal descends on the machina, the Zohar says machina. Just say the Tal. I, you want to talk about Tal? What's going on? Ella al hamachina begun. The, uh, begin the yoyred me'ahum nekuda al inan yomen the iskare machana. Right? There's a, go ahead. Descends from that point on these days which are called which are called the machana. Right. I mean, that's about, that's that makes so much sense. It's like, don't so, you get it? Man? Yeah. So what's, <laughs> what, so somehow, <laughs> somehow this is that period is that what we've been talking about this counting, yeah. this absorption, this sensing, this growth that is growth, but we, but is still in potential within us. That's called the machana. That's that's a machana. Do you have an do you have an explanation of that? 
Um, really yeah, let me just let, let me let me, let me just say a, a few things, okay? Um, on the on the pshat level, okay. Um, there is it does it does appear like there's a contradiction, okay? And I'm talking about I'm talking about you know straight straight halacha. If you if it's important for the woman to go to the mikveh at night, okay, then she's a nida. Because if she's because if she's a zav and she's counting shivan nikiyim, she goes to, she goes to the mikveh during the daytime. So the the Rabbi Chia and Rabbi Abba or whoever they and these seem to be you know holding the holding the 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 uh, rope at both ends or something. Because on the one hand they're saying okay you know this it's a din it's a din and shivan nikiyim. That's, they said so. You know, they, we we had to undergo some sort of disconnect from uh, from the um, from Tumas Mitzrayim, and and once we once we did that, we were in a we were in a, a darg of a, of Shiva Nikim, and it's, it's time to start counting. But you know, if you're if it's Shiva Nikim, so you can go to the mikvah. On the, you we'd be going to the mikvah, or Shechina would be going to the mikvah on the 49th day, not on not on the evening of the 50th day. Right? Um, if on the other hand. If, on the other hand, we're talking about um, a regular nida, where a regular nida can bleed all the way through her shiva nikim, as long as she does some sort of hefzik tara on the on the seventh day, she can go straight to the mikvah. Okay, but she, but it has to be at night because because the, the the all seven days are days of are days of tuma, right? So here the the desire seems to like I said be be holding you know typhus to sechevel mishnei roshi. But on the one hand, we're talking about a we're talking about a zava who needs who needs shiva nikiim. On the other hand, we're also saying that a zava who needs shiva nikiim is going to go to the mikveh at night dafka. Okay, and you'd, you'd say, well, you know, why does she need to go to the why why dafka at night? I mean, there's no there's no necessity for that according to your according to your metaphor. So, I think I think the MS is is that it probably was a minhag. You know, um, it is there is an isur drabanon of some sort that uh, that of a woman no longer goes to the mikveh during the daytime unless she's unless she's a kala, which, by the way, doesn't probably doesn't help anything very much because if she was a kala, she would she'd be going to the mikveh during the you know during during the daytime too, All right? Um, so the zayir simply takes it as a as a as a as a matter of of common practice or maybe maybe a minhag kasha or maybe minhag mikubalim or something. That uh, that women always go to the mikveh, or maybe this particular this particular passage, you know, reflects uh, a, a later practice than the time of the, the, the time of Rajbi and the and the late Tanoim. Yeah, uh, let me th- let me throw okay. in a possibility since we're speculating here. And again, I this is I think one of the places where like a, you know Shadal or one of the uh, the people who doubt the authenticity of the Zohar would have would have you know would have zeroed in. But I think. I think a very simple explanation here, and again, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in the presence of the Kabbalist himself, but I think that what I think what one could say is that, that despite the fact that the Tahara technically occurs uh, during the day, when, when she's, she still has a din of a she still needs Harib Shemesh, right? And therefore, the, with the evening comes the uh, the complete sense of tahara, right? Um, you know, she goes to the mikvah during the day. That's true, but every she's no better at this point than any uh, person who's tummy to macherets that needs in order to uh, to eat kachim or something. Well, she might have to bring a carbon if she's gonna if she's a zava gedola. But the point is, is that uh, in order to touch truma or anything like that, she would have to wait. If she's an ashes kaya, she'd have to wait till. Wait till- 
for Herib Shem. Basically, Chavim. Right. So basically, the Tahara, although the Mikvah part of it, the Mayim part of it, is a daytime, late afternoon, the infusion of Tahara really comes with something she didn't do. It just had to be the turning of the earth. It was just the time that now she does nothing, but the Tahara now ensues. And I think, and practically, as you say, although she might be muttered to her husband, technically, uh, after she goes to the mikvah on the seventh day, she's no longer... She's no, no longer, she's, supposed to, she's supposed to avoid it because in case she should bleed before the sun sets or before, right. before so, nightfall, right, then it's so, her shiv and akim and it's sizer her tefillah. So, so. so practically, the shtamshus with her husband will happen in this night period. So it is right. really shielded. So I think that's that's what I would say. I I, I I respect what you were saying, but I think there might be that that might be the answer as well. Well, that was that was you know yeah it, it, it's a point it's a point well taken. And I'm going to I'm going to say something else which I which undoubtedly is influencing this uh, this mimer in the Zayar. and and um, I don't know you know maybe however however this is going to stim with uh, with um, normative normative halacha okay. But the fact of the matter is, is that all the women by Matan Torah went to the mikveh um, the night before Kabbalah Satira. Okay, and I may as I may as well let this cat out of the bag because uh, because it's you know it's kind of like the, at this point it's the elephant in the room. You know, um, when Hakadosh Baruch Hu told Moshe Rabbeinu to tell Bnei Yisrael to separate from their wives. Uh, for three days, or or in anticipation of the third day, depending on whether you hold it, Moshe Rabbeinu added an extra day, yes or no. Um, the idea is to allow the women to purify themselves. By the way, not from tumas uh, nid or zava or anything like that. Actually, um, from, from tuma of of of, of, but of carry, actually from carry from tumas carry. Right. So so here's so here's another thing which uh, I guess you know uh, unmarried people are. Are uh, advised to, um, you know, shut off the sound now, children. Okay, this is for grown-ups, right? Uh, Tumas carry can happen by in one of two ways: either a man ejaculates, in which case it's pretty much a done deal; he can go to the mikvah right away. But if a woman receives ejaculate from a man, it's not going to come out all in one, all in one shot. Okay, so there has to be some period of time during which she has to wait for playtest, playtest. Pleta zera, as we call it, to to happen, and she doesn't even really wait for pleta zera to to finish. She waits for the zera that is in her body to to uh, be expunged, by... die and rot. Yes, and basically expunged. die and rot. Because once because once it rots and dies and and just turns into dirt, um, or you know. It doesn't even need to be excreted in order in order for a woman to be to be toivo. It doesn't doesn't say anywhere that like this that the zera has to all come out. It says that it all has to be masriach. Okay, and the question question being how long does it take for for that for that to happen? When is it no longer considered zera? But I think the the idea that right. it's fascinating that you're bringing up, and this is not from Zohar. This, of course, is from the Gemara and Shabbos itself. Is that in order to get the chibur from God? There needs to be a, a a sort of like a erasure of the chibur on a physical level from their husband, because now the real bonding is going to happen for men and women. So, in a sense, as you are implying, going to the mikvah, you know, is readying them 
for bonding with God, right? In other words, the, the, that second rate uh, uh, infusion that comes from human beings is no longer a, a, an issue, <laughs> pun intended. Now we're talking about, <laughs> right? right? <laughs> now we're talking about connection with, with the ultimate creator. We're not talking about his little minions who, and you've been engaged in this proactivity, which is fine. It's beautiful that you can now procreate and frolic as my creatures. But what's going to happen in Matan Torah is all of that, all of those creative energies and those energies that women primarily uh, excel at, the energies of acceptance, the energies of Mayim Lukfen, especially going to the mikvah, like the Gemara says, was, was crucial because in a way, you know, they are basically the ones that are macabre the Torah as much as we are. And maybe even in a primary sense, the women need to be tohar. They need to have gone to the mikvah. They need to have in a way, right? You, you want to know what, you want to know what chibor is? This is chibor. I think, I think though you might be over essentializing it. You know, I mean, it's a very there's a very straightforward halacha in this in this regard, which we don't practice any longer because we're not Nevi'im. But you know, if you want to if you want to get a nevua from a kaddish baruch you have to be without without tumas keri. Tumas keri interferes with with nevua. Right, right. But, but for both you know, for both men and women, it's just that men didn't have to go to the mikveh at any specific time. They could go to the mikveh at any you know any time before matantir. But but, but I think well, the that idea works of, for them. I, I think I, I think the, the the, excuse me. Let me just, let me just finish the point. The, Women, women are waiting a certain period of time, whether it's whether it's uh, two 12-hour periods or, or, or four 12-hour periods or five 12-hour periods, like the Shittas Rabbi Akiva, however long it is that they're waiting, but only when they're done with that period of time can they go to the mikvah. So the women had no other time to go to the mikvah except, except for, for, I understand. Uh, for Arab Shavuos at night. Right. No, the, I'm saying the, the, the people the listening was... to this might not... Yeah. Quite understand. Yeah, no, I understand, understand The problem is that they would have, as you say, they would have, since they had engaged in a possible activity with their husbands, that Zara, which is still able to be metam them, is, is right. And, and of course, I am, I, I'm sort of like right. expanding it uh, in a way. And, 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 and I want to throw in here something from one of the Arizal's Talmidim's Talmidim, I guess, which is the Ramami Pano, who is, of course, mm-hmm. a, a Talmid of Rabbi Yisrael Saruk, who is the. Ah. So the Ramami, well, <laughs> you know, we know we know what they say about that in Kubalim Yeshivas in Yerushalayim. You know, yes, yes. so I, again, again, this is really uh, there. There were, of course, Saruknik's, um, Rabbi Leo Weintraub, and others. He was uh, mm-hmm. one of the great Ashkenazi Kubalim Avshalom who was uh, used to give chaburis. He wrote uh, Svarim uh, based on the, the Shemitahs and Yovlos, which is all from, you know, a lot of that is from Rabbi Yisrael Saruk. But Rabbi Yisrael Saruk, the reason he um, has such um, legitimacy still uh, is not because anything Rabbi Vital did, because Rabbi Vital wanted to bury him, you know? but it has to do with the fact that his student became one of the premier uh, halachists and poskim. Uh, those two might be the same thing. In Italy, which was Menachem Ezariya Fano. And uh, he writes that Yocheved, that Yocheved and Amram is the ultimate 
paradigm of Claudio and God. And their life, especially with Moshe Rabbeinu's pregnancy, parallel the future history of God and the Jewish people. Unlike the Talmud Bavli, which indicates that Moshe was born uh, Makuta, that Moshe Rabbeinu was born early, uh, and uh, the Ramami Pano says that Moshe Rabbeinu was actually a full-term child, and the conception of Moshe Rabbeinu occurs on Shulis, which is then paralleled by Matan Torah, which is the ultimate chibur. And we, in a way, are, are sort of like this Yochevet. Um, and the same way Moshe Rabbeinu represents a tremendous upgrade from what has occurred, despite the levels of Miriam and Aaron. Here, what we have happening is the Hishabros that produces Moshe is really the parallel to what Matan Torah is. And that way, uh, you know, I, I think we've, we've, in a way, brought it into a realistic understanding. Of course, we haven't really touched nothing about the learning of Torah <laughs> all night, which, of course, is what the Zohar gets into. But I think we've definitely set uh, the table for this. And also, I know that, uh, again, we've, we've, we've gone deep into... Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode. 